Hey guys, well, we are super excited to announce that we're on CastBox now. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, and it does have all your favorite podcasts, okay? Okay, you can still listen to Dumb Gay Politics wherever you get your podcasts, but we just want you to try CastBox. We literally hate every single other podcast provider, as you guys know, and especially the main one, and you know which one we're talking about, and we're super excited that we're finally on CastBox because we think it's the best. So try it. Uh-huh, it's all shit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, because we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions, and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics like we're recapping the week in reality TV. And you know what this reality show is called? <laughs> what? The Real Gay Housewives of Tokyo. Oh my god. I mean, we are... We're stuck in Tokyo. <laughs> we're basically like Ramona Singer and fucking Sonia Morgan. Mayor? <laughs> Sonia Morgan Mayor. Drunk. <laughs> turtle timing around fucking tokyo like yeah. we're two horny housewives that are like hey guys woo white right. zinfandel chardonnay <laughs> how do you say handsome pino woo yes sake i want to suck your sake <laughs> we are um in the most jankest fucking hotel of all time um and yet they would have you believe mm -hmm. it's merely affordable luxury the phrase affordable luxury can go fucking suck a bag of dicks. I'm so done with it. That's already that doesn't even exist. Nope. Luxury is not affordable. No, that's and why it's luxurious. Yeah, no, this isn't luxurious. This no. is. Um, and by the way, it's not affordable. No. And I, I, I you think that it should be this should be twenty five dollars a night and it isn't. I feel like we're in a hostel. It, that's what it is, what it feels like. And that's the clientele at any moment. Older. I feel I could be robbed. Yes. We're in the smallest room known to mankind. Uh-huh. It is very small. There's four channels on the TV. You can't move without hitting your knee, hitting your elbow, hitting your head, hitting your hip. Right. Everything must be done from the bed. Everything has to be negotiated. Julie and I lay in the bed like mummies, and then I go, <laughs> okay, you should get ready. I'm going to type on the computer. <laughs> right. Then when you're done getting ready, you can come lay down. I will then get up. Right. All to avoid hitting hitting everything. Anything. Yeah. Um, the thing about it is also it looks like it might be okay. And then as you start to spend time, things it, it really reveals itself. For example, the TV. It's a nice big flat screen television. You turn it on. You see, oh, my God, video on demand. Oh, my God. There's all this thing. Nope. It's four channels. And then the on demand, it's like Western movies. Terminator from 83. Yep. Mamma Mia. And it costs $70. Yeah. 
I haven't even looked at the video on demand because I'm like, you can take my one spare yen and fuck off because I'm not going to spend it on Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. Now, if you want to listen to the story of why we are stranded in Tokyo, I'm done saying stuck in Tokyo because my friend Richard, my gay husband Richard, said I was humble bragging like, oh, girl, you're stuck in Tokyo. And I'm like, oh, so we are stranded in Tokyo. Yes. It could be worse. Of course, it could be worse. But if anything should happen after the date at which we are meant to leave now, we will be uh, it will be worse. Well, we don't have the money to live in Tokyo like we're no. on the Barry Gibb talk show. We, absolutely we don't. Do not. We're in a hostel. We're getting robbed. We're getting raped. We're in robes and disposable shoes. And it's not cute. And we <laughs> so if you want to hear the story of why we're stranded, you can join our Patreon podcast, www.patreon.com slash dumb gay politics. That is right. It's a dollar uh, for per podcast. Yeah. They are one hour long. And we're going to tell the whole story and basically, but we're here now. We're here for nine more days. The hotel is so fucking jank that basically we're at this hotel. We were, we stayed at a different version of this same hotel in Shinjuku, which is right. kind of like the Times Square, yeah. J-pop, crazy mm-hmm. Vegasy part of Tokyo. Right. We stayed at this Hotel right in the heart of like the gaming tourist section, mm-hmm. like crazy visuals. We yeah. couldn't believe it. Yep. The room is as big of an asshole, as <laughs> big as an asshole. Yeah. This one is more like a gaping asshole. Right. A loose one. Yeah. But still tiny. Yeah. So in that hotel room, we said it's two days. Let's just get into it. Right. We've got 50,000 bags. We're so dedicated to this podcast that we have microphone stands and <laughs> microphones. <laughs> So we basically have a suitcase full of gear. Yes. That's one whole suitcase dedicated to gear. Right. We can't even fit one suitcase in the room, much less two personal bags each and a suitcase dedicated to podcast gear. You can't imagine the room. It's got suitcases, the gear, everything in it, the bed, this area. They have a table sort of that's attached to the wall. Anywhere you walk in the room, you have to maneuver your body. You can't face front. You can't ever just be walking forward. Let's go. God forbid you just walk. You can't. No, it's all plans, maneuvering. I have to text Julie. (laughs) She says, I'll do it. Right. We have to make a 13 hour plan to even do anything. So in the original hotel, when we finally got around to doing the podcast, we pulled out the fucking stands. We pulled out the mic. We pulled out all the gear. We got the gear set up. We we pretty much had to pack. We packed all of our shit and put it in the hallway and said, okay, let's do the podcast. Right. There was nowhere to sit to make it work. So I sat on a suitcase stand. <laughs> you know those things that you pull out and they have cloth in the middle? Is that how you would describe it, Mimiel? Yeah, like a, it's a stand. It's like silver legs and you open it. It closes, and then you open it, and you're like, oh, I'm going to put my suitcase on that. I'm going to lift it up off the floor. So it could almost be like a like a folding chair you'd use at the beach. Right. So that's where my brilliant idea came from. I said, I'm going to use this as a chair. And then my mom said, okay. So we used it. I was like, I'm feeling thrilled. I love when I can sit in someone's baby seat. Mm-hmm. Like someone's like, there's no room in the car. I only have my son's car seat. And I'm like, I can fit in the car seat. And then yeah. I do it, and then I ride the whole way to the club in a car right. seat. And I'm like, I love this. So that's how I felt. Uh-huh. I maneuvered my fucking corpsey moly ass right onto <laughs> that thing and we did it. Now we are at our 
different, same hotel, different location. Yes. Where the asshole's gaping. The room's a little bigger, but not. tiny bit. Yeah. Yeah. They will not provide. We used, I stole a suitcase stand from an open room. Yeah. With someone's belongings in it. I simply (laughs) walked in. I removed the suitcase stand and I removed two hangers. And then I walked out and said, they probably videoed that, but they can see I don't have anything personal. Mm-hmm. I walked into our room, shut the door, and then we used the two suitcase stands. Right. We went to do the podcast. I said, oh, shit, I don't have a chair. Let me call on down. Nope. <laughs> there's none available in the none. hotel. There's 12 floors. There's 12 yeah. floors. Yeah. Hundreds of rooms. At least, yes. Mm-hmm. Nope. There's not an extra no su- stand. No, no stands available. No. Also, what's not available pillows none available lotion no i just want to describe the pillows that are on the bed are um i know that some people like a like a like a thin pillow or they might like a flatter pillow yeah they may their they don't want their neck at cast at such an angle right these pillows are basically pillow cases yes it's another pillow it's just a a pillow pillow case On a pillowcase. Uh Yeah. And Uh we don't even understand how to work with that. Nope. Julie's holding up my clothes like this. Do you want to shove this in? (laughs) Look at this. This is a big dress. You can ball this up and put it in there and lay your head on it. Uh Uh-huh. Because I'm like, I don't even know how to I'm about to put t-shirts in that pillowcase. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we are. We're going to put dirty towels and dirty underwear. I'm going to use my dirty clothes as a pillowcase, as a pillow. Seriously. Because we called down and and Julie's like, I'm going to call them. And I go, if they aren't going to give you a suitcase stand for me to simply sit on, Uh they certainly aren't going to give us any more pillows. No. She said, oh, let me check. And we were like, this is hilarious. And then one second later, "Mm, we don't have any (laughs) left. It's like, you don't have any pillows left? Uh What if someone sharts on a pillow? What will you do? Right. What will you do? You have a storeroom and a store closet, a storage closet filled with pillows. And you this. know you do. You have towels. And I know you, you'll, you'll know you'll take a sharp towel. Oh, you and you will re- wash it and hand it right back to me and I'll use it on my face. Uh-huh. I'm probably using the towel I actually got shit on and I'm probably using it now. Because you did shit on a towel. And we talked about that on the Patreon too, guys. Because mm-hmm. Julie um, shit on a towel in Tokyo <laughs> and then we shoved it into the maid's like bin. Yeah, in the area. Where shit towels go? All of the towels are shit towels, guys. <laughs> uh, we're kidding ourselves if we think there aren't. You're you're absolutely. When right. I turn on the TV and the only thing to watch is Asian porn, I'm like, this remote is covered in jizz, and For I sure need a better pillow. Yes, I will fucking eat, sleep, and drink jizz all day. Just give me a pillow. We're sleeping on a cotton gauze a that you use on a wound. <laughs> That's right. Someone went into a first aid kit. Removed the cotton gauze and said, here's your pillow. <laughs> That's It's a cotton gauze with a pillowcase on it. That and, is what it is. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. And I don't care. And believe you me, we've tried. You can roll that motherfucker up. You can ball it up. You can roll it up. You can fold it into a triangle. You can do it into a pentagon. <laughs> it will not make a big enough mound to lay your fucking head on. I could put my head on Julie's pussy and it would be more <laughs> propped up. And way cushionier. <laughs> that's for so sure. High. It'd be so cushioned. You could use any be, fat part of my body. It would be so high. I'd be like, my neck is t- it's too it's too high. Can we take a p- one? What can we take a layer down? Oh my Let's god, take a level down. Yeah, like sorry. It's just like this pillow. The pillows that I'm working with. If we could take your titties off and use it as, <laughs> how comf? 
The bed, by the way, it's not even bad. But the thing is, no. when you get in it, you go, ah, and then you lay back down and you're like, wait, what am I laying flat? Am I in a coffin? I mean, and you're, but then your head goes even further back. No, you're almost negative. Yeah, you're, you're negative. into the hole exactly. of the bed. Ugh. It is so fucking jank. I can't even tell you guys. And not only that, we're stranded here. So we overpacked but underpacked. So that means we don't have. Did you just laugh because I threw up the beer out of my mouth? No, but oh. did you want to tell that story? <laughs> well, I looked at you and I saw you laugh and I go, she's remembering <laughs> when I vomited beer out of my mouth. I burped and a full foam cascade waterfall a cascade. A cascade poured out of the top of my mouth like I was foaming at yeah. the mouth. And then I just had to just pretend I was like a dog that was foaming at the mouth in like a Jim Carrey movie. I also couldn't get to the bathroom fast enough because there was so much stuff in the way. She was like, hold, wait, on, hold, hold on, on, hold on, hold on. Wait. And it's foam wait. pouring. And she's you're like, like, you're not it. helping. <laughs> I did get to it fast enough. One burp and 14 Asahi's projectiles <laughs> out of my mouth and a foam. So basically we we overpacked and underpacked so we don't have anything we need it's raining we don't have jackets we had to do our laundry here and if you don't think doing your fucking laundry in a hotel room is disgusting demoralizing creepy bizarre there's hell's angels who are up to no good i don't there is no hell's angels let's go to tokyo tourism group Mm. they're here to sex traffic and apparently do their laundry and that's what they're doing and we're down there just like sharing we don't even care we're like i don't care how many 12 year olds you have in your room but can we use some of your dryer time because we're oh, yeah. out of yen he's like go on yeah go ahead 15 minutes left jeans are done I'm like oh, okay a ginger fucking hell's angel and there's more than one yeah there's a spa there's a spa hot tub bathing bathhouse at the bottom of the hotel yep. to make matters straight worse. up they give you disposable fucking slippers and robes and yeah. so and julie and i are like the first thing i did was roll the space heater and all the slippers <laughs> and the robes right the fuck out the door like it's poltergeist i'm like you can take this and go because we don't have enough room and i'm like i don't care how bad i need to steam i'm not getting involved but you know what we did need to do do our laundry in which case we had to see every dreg oh going down there i mean the thing about it is it's not like you can sit in the whirlpool with your with your underwear on, you're not allowed to wear clothes in there. Well, we checked because we, and it said bathing suit X. Nope. Robe X. Nope. T-shirt X. Nope. And Julie's like, what? We have to be naked? And I'm like, I guess. I was like, maybe we could come down here and we could each turn our faces away from each other <laughs> and we could do it on like an off time. And there was no one in there when we checked. Yeah. And then come nine o'clock. Packed. All milling around outside the doors with their robes on trying to figure out. And it's couples. It's men and women. And they're like, well, I guess I'm going to go here and you're going to go there. It's like, what do you think you're going to do? Go in there together? Nobody wants you when they're naked together. And by the way, go upstairs. You're in a robe. Go in your tub. And then they want to go do laundry too. And I'm like, people who do laundry in hotels are disgusting. And they're like, but you're doing it. And I'm like, agreed. We're hideous. I walk by our room and I go, what disgusting person lives in there? And then I go, oh, I do. <laughs> Like, we're the kind of people who live in hotels now. I don't I know, know if we're hookers. I don't know if we're in the Florida project. <laughs> I know when we went with Johnny and we did this gayest of all time, like, podcast weekend, there was this weird man who lived in the hotel and he had all boxes and he was like a pack rat and he lived there. And then me and Julie added it up and it was like, well, it pays $25 a night or $20 a night. Or something. We added it all up of how it works. Yeah. 
because twenty dollars, but twenty dollars a night times thirty—that's a lot. So maybe it's twenty dollars a week. No, it's not twenty dollars a okay, week. Okay, maybe it's ten dollars a two, night. No, nope, that's still eight. expensive. Even if it's three hundred a week, I mean, three times four is twelve hundred. Okay, but that's still the normal price of rent in the trash box, Florida. Or maybe let it, let's I'm say telling a you, a week. it's yeah, it's a hundred a week. So. We've turned into those people who live in the hostel permanently and have too much shit and are, haven't gotten rid of it. Jacques and I, ha- I'm going to vomit the <laughs> foam again. Like, <laughs> it's beyond. Uh, beyond. Uh, it's so good. I mean, you know, it's an adventure you could never, um, ever imagine, fathom, pay for. We don't I mean, we're paying even for it, but. have jackets it's raining in tokyo it's not like it's freezing but it is it was 55 at one point julie's got a jean jacket on and she's got like a towel from the hotel wrapped around her head like trying to keep warm i'm like what are we doing we're not prepared for this we're not prepared we don't have q-tips we spent nine thousand dollars at the fucking japanese store like we're spending all of our money i've already spent all my money who we just would never we you just couldn't you can't even imagine you can't no this isn't even a movie it's beyond yeah. and we're and then I got to see motherfuckers trying to go to the spa and I'm like fuck your spa those slippers look dumb the slippers are we really... took someone's sock and then we threw it in the elevator and we just <laughs> threw it the elevator doors opened and I just threw the sock out of it and said yeah. good luck to you yep and that person's like oh, I need that sock to get to Antwerp I got need the <laughs> sock what am I gonna do let's get to eye of the shit storm you take some shit put it up on the wall check it out for a while you take that shit up off of the wall put it down on the floor in a glass bowl you take some fuck put it up on the wall where the shit used to be this week the eye of the shit storm is that we are stuck in fucking Japan we want to be out drunk shopping and playing with Japanese owls and meerkats, but instead we're inside our tiny hotel room working on this podcast. There's no fucking news happening, and thank God, because we don't get any news channels anyways, except for BBC, and it's overdubbed with Japanese. So all we get out of our BBC channel is Julie narrating the British news lady reporters who are, and basically what you do is you make the ladies discuss their own outfit so even if they could be in front of like an afghanistan war yeah because they're being dubbed by japanese right but we know that they're british and they're standing out inside in front of let's say all japanese people and she's just like thank you gloria i'm out here on the street oh i've been chilled all day i don't know what i'm going to eat when i get back to the hotel but i have been thinking about the noodle plate i saw number nine i think that's what it was here we are Oh, the people outside, they're having a wonderful time. I am bloated. I'm not <laughs> sure what it's from, but I know that I am grossy and that I need to find some sort of tum. I don't know if they have it in this country. Remember oh. when you were talking about her pin? First of all, British reporters don't get face work. No. We see Brits who love a face work. They love to bleach their hair blonde. They love to put on a thick lash like Caroline Stansberry. Was it Caroline Stansberry or was it a different Caroline? Because there was two Carolines. Remember how there was the one that was the model and then there was the one that was blonde? I don't remember the one's blonde's last name. Was Well, it was Caroline, Caroline, Caroline. And then Sophie. Oh, it was Caroline Stansberry. So they will do a face work. Yes. They will do a tan. Yeah. They're British. They'll do a veneer. Right. What we've discovered here on the BBC is that 
intellectuals, if they want to be taken seriously, they do not get veneers. No, and absolutely they, not. They don't get a tan. They go. My teeth are rocks and also chipped. <laughs> I I look like I bashed my head into a, the side of a mountain, and that is what make. And really, what it is is that my f- I've been reading and reading and reading. I'm I've just m- I'm tired from reading. My face it's in a book. It's smashed in the book. It's smashed apart, and that's how it has to look. They get respect in order to be a journalist. Right, they're real journalists. Yes, they keep yes. their hair a. Dull. Yeah. It's, it's dull. Angular. Yeah. It's an angle. It's an at an angle. It's angular. Uh, I stand outside. I wear a sensible uh, a woman's um, uh, quatuor. That's not the right word. A woman's like a wedge, a pin, oh, oh, a blazer. Yes, a blazer, <laughs> uh, a chemise. I wear a, a thing, something with a collar. I can tell you, part of the jaw and their bite part of their bite goes way high up into the gum mm. and then the other side way down ah, yes. and then it's giving you a curvature and a thin lip that's part of the draw of being <laughs> uh, a smart intellectual they are yes they are yes they're not a flitty like a like a like a sexual andione type no no absolutely not we have no sexuality we, <laughs> they're not we're, sexy. we're doing the news and i've mm-hmm. i've chosen a pin to wear on my lapel <laughs> so that you may see that i i'm not trying too much but i am i'm judging it but with an mm-hmm. intellectual flair you see <sighs> they are rough they're keeping it real they're keeping it real and it's nice to see because you know the british guys keep it real that's true. And if they don't, they have hair plugs and veneers and it's weird. Right. So these women, it's the way they get respect. The, You know, the reporters in America, literally they get with Jeff Bezos. Lauren Sanchez <laughs> was a reporter. Uh-huh. uh-huh. They have every fake lash known to mankind right. on their motherfucking face. So it's been refreshing. So... There's no shitstorm. The shitstorms are life. The shitstorms this room. <laughs> yeah. The shitstorms the TV. All yeah. we can do is hold on to Brits reporting. Brits reporting, eating. We're we're just have to surrender to getting fat, spending all of our money, and hoping that we can go home. So Joe Biden finally <laughs> announced on Thursday that he was officially gonna run for president. That is what we're going to hang our hat on right motherfucking and now. Now okay? yes. So even though the road to the announcement was rocky and thirst buckety as fuck, he officially started his campaign with a statement about Trump's like evident racism in regards to that whole like Charlottesville thing. Oh, right. That uh, there's fine people on both sides. Right. Where Trump was like apathetic about like the white nationalists and was like, there's fine. Everyone has a right to their opinion and there's good people on both sides. So Joe Biden and his team are so next level and so strategic like the the strategery is through the roof with biden like at this point the shit storm of the week for meow meow and me is that is joe biden gonna be the i think might i think joe biden might either be president or he'll be the he'll be the nominee i feel joe biden will yeah i'm telling you coming out the gate with his team saying he's he literally his whole statement was that he knew he needed to run when he saw Trump's like racism with Charlottesville. Right. It was such a fucking stroke of genius. It was basically like 
a, a love letter to all the Obama voters who stayed home. Right. There's plenty of Obama voters like myself, like you, who did not stay home. But there's a lot of people who loved Obama that were not motivated to vote in 2016. They didn't vote for Hillary. They didn't vote for Trump. They didn't vote for anyone. They stayed home. Right. Joe Biden basically wrote them a handwritten note that said, come on out and vote for me in 2020. And they're like this. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Because Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders... Uh, Beto, fucking Buddha judge. Yes. None of them have said that Charlottesville racist bullshit ain't gonna fly. And Joe Biden is the one who said it. Right now, people certainly Kamala, Kamala, Kamala <laughs> Harris, and and they're all talking about diversity and whatever. Oh yeah, no, that that's a, that's a conversation, but they're not. They didn't pinpoint the thing. Then he came right out and he said that, and that was his team or his marketers or whatever really. If you guys Nailed have watched, one. and some of you, no one has, but if you watch the um, Brexit doc movie with Julie's boyfriend. Oh, with Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm -hmm. it, that movie shows you how they put together like a crack team of fucking CSI, the stupid bitch with the bangs and the glasses from NCIS. <laughs> they have uh -huh. every type, you know, of on the team and they all get together and they, they, they form a, basically a think tank of people who figure out how to market perfectly right. to every, and I can tell that Joe Biden has the budget. He has, he has the means, right. the ways, the oversight, the committee, the Congress, the every fucking I, I thing all of you it. can have yep. in order to get this team. And they have laser like focus on how to get these voters to vote. And I'm, I'm impressed I'm not mad at Joe Biden. I just feel like um, here in Tokyo, having our Tokyo moment, I just was like, okay, you know, like we can't lose. At this point, I'm trying to let the universe um, guide us where it will. And I know, like, we can't lose. If it's Bernie Sanders, if it's Elizabeth Warren, if, it, if it's Kamala Harris, if it's Beto, if it's Pete Buttigieg, if it's Biden, we can't lose. You know what I mean? The only way we lose is if it's Trump again. That's true. And the thing with Joe Biden is everyone thinks he's the only one who for sure can beat Trump. And what's so funny is that if people don't want if people really didn't want Trump or if people really believed that, like, you know, anyone would be better than Trump or even a Democrat or let's get the let's take back the House and the Senate and get everything back and have Democrats, blah, 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 blah. It wouldn't matter because all of these candidates, every any one of them would be OK. So the fact that people even think that it, one of them wouldn't be okay is so still very disappointing. You know what well, I mean? Well, the thing is, the only reason they're not okay is because they think they, they can't beat Trump. All they care about. <laughs> they're like this. Um, Nacho, Julie's dog, Nacho. No, Nacho bugs, okay? He's neurotic. He can be um, too needy. He goes on the coffee table. He's a full-grown dog, and yep. he goes on the coffee table. Yep. He takes his long nails. Yep. He fucking hurls himself on the coffee table it's upsetting it's alarming yeah things fall off the minute we walk out the door if we walk back in because we've forgotten our keys <laughs> that bitch is on the coffee table it's like you motherfucker yep. what are you fucking scavenging for crumbs yes they're like this can he beat trump right they'll take him they'll take him talons and all the as long as he can beat trump they do not care about policy no and and i and i get it what i'm what no, i that bug sucks of course it's not and, it, and what is even more upsetting is the fact that you couldn't get a dorito to run against trump the fact that i couldn't that your 
the beer that you spit up, let's say. When I foamed out? Yeah, when yeah. you foamed out. If that foam could be put into a cup and then put a slogan on it and it's like foaming for the people or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it could have. It was Randy a Howard, foaming for the people, 2020. A huge cup. <laughs> that foam should be able to beat Trump. Do you know what I'm saying? And also, we shouldn't be picking candidates based on that. And I know that sounds stupid and idealistic and whatever, but I'm just kind of like, at this point, I want to go for who I love. And I don't yeah, want to, exactly like when I was shamed because I voted for Obama in the primaries in 08 and I didn't vote for Hillary. And it was like, this is your chance to vote for a woman. And I was like, yeah, but I just got to vote for who I like. And I'll be that dick that throws my vote away because I'll want to vote with my heart. And I believe that's what people should do. And I don't think that we should. And I don't have anything against Joe Biden, not one single thing. But I am so drunk and high and <sighs> Talk about scavenging on the coffee table for drugs. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm at this point like. Th Trump this. So Biden got in the race on Thursday. Trump tweeted about Biden five times on Monday. There's a whole thing with the RNC, the Republican National Committee, where it's like this. They have strongly, vehemently, directly and specifically discouraged Trump from tweeting about any candidate. They have told the entire oh. Trump administration, do not let him name a candidate by name. Do not let him do Sleepy Joe. Let him do fucking Nance Pelosi. Let him do fucking ch Crying Chuck or uh -huh. whatever. Uh -huh. All of it. Don't let him talk about the candidates. First thing he did, Joe Biden, five times. I'm like this. This is a conspiracy because that's how I'm on the coffee table scavenging for drugs. I've gone off the deep end. I'm alone in Tokyo with you, but it's kind of like being alone because I'm scavenging for drugs and I'm drunk and foaming at the mouth. Uh -huh. Foaming at the mouth. One minute before this started, I foamed at the actual mouth. So, and I think they want to be Joe Biden because he's a, um, what's it called when you're part of his establishment guy? Oh, right. He's going to go with the thing. Right. He's in with the Republicans. They're going to all make glad handy backdoor deals. And Anne, don't cry. I like Joe Biden. I do. I don't think this is a bad guy. I don't know. What I think is that he's a status quo dude. Yeah. And I think that they're all everybody. Nance Pelosi and all the Democrats that are establishment people. Nance Pelosi is establishment. I think she's yeah. getting with the rest of them. And they're like this. Let's just get a politician back in the office. Yeah. Let's take back control as far as let's all together collectively get a politician in. And then from there, we can all vote with our hearts. I don't want that. I'm like, they already got to disrupt the system with their dude. Let's disrupt the system with our person. Right. If we have to do more Trump, we'll do more Trump. We'll just keep balls to the wall. <laughs> That's what I want. Balls to the fucking wall. Well, maybe this will be balls to the wall and Joe Biden will not be the. I mean, what if it's Bernie? Good. He's winning. He is not. He's not. He is getting moted to the floor. Here's what's crazy. So CNN came out with this poll. This CNN poll has blown the doors off between Trump tweeting five times. So Trump's tweet said the media uh, fake news is pushing Sleepy Joe hard. Funny. I'm only here because of Biden and Obama. They didn't do the job. And now you have Trump who is getting it done big time. Ooh. That was just one of the five tweets. So this Joe Biden's team was through the roof when he tweeted that. And then he did four more tweets. They were like, Whoa. it's on all the email. Like he's he's marketing for him. He's marketing for him directly. 
Then the CNN poll comes <laughs> oh out. Oh my god! CNN polled Democrats and um like swing voters, people who okay. go or independents. Yeah. In that poll, Biden was twenty four points of Bernie Sanders ahead of Bernie Sanders. He blazed ahead like no one could believe Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren shot up did a big surge which is a really big deal that's good but 24 points unheard of Bernie Sanders has never performed like that in in this CNN poll it said he has a hundred percent name recognition wow to have the kind of numbers he has he has with 100 percent name recognition like more people know who Bernie Sanders is than know who Joe Biden is I swear to God I believe that. I absolutely believe that because Bernie Sanders' name is almost like Michael Jackson yes, at this point. It is. He really is just like, and every kid knows who he is, and every millennial knows who, he's, That's right. who he is. And and so the fact that he's polling the way he's polling when everyone knows who he is isn't good, and he's mm. definitely concerned. And Joe Biden's like, "Fuck you, Twitter. <laughs> Democrats on Twitter don't define me. Yeah. You don't shame me." Mm-hmm. And and there and that's what the CNN poll said. It said are it was all these questions about like. Is this the Democratic Party? Is this Democratic Party name recognition? Blah, blah, blah. It was all this. And it it gave an overview of the whole scene. And Joe Biden was so clearly and so like evidently in front. And Bernie Sanders had fallen. So it's um, it's it's a big deal. And I it really made me and I mean, like, again, I'm unstable, but it really made me go, you know what, like. It's looking like it's Joe Biden and it's looking like people want it because people want the pendulum swings and right now right. it's way it's right. way in some strange an- anarchy direction yeah well i like joe biden i've always have and don't worry and we all love him and he will if he does and if he can beat trump then great that's awesome so the question would be who would his vp yeah that's where it's gotta go but i mean it ain't gonna be elizabeth warren and that's my boo why now elizabeth warren and joe biden have a rivalry that goes back for like two decades so um just a real quick about biden he's now um his team is so good he's now taking responsibility for anita hill there was a sexual harassment trial in 1991 for anita hill with um clarence thomas who they were putting on the supreme court right yeah and he yep um biden was the head of the committee mm. i guess he just treated her like shit well, I, what the the stuff that i've seen shows he that he did believe her he just allowed her to be yeah ver- like verbally raped and assaulted kind <laughs> of i felt well he didn't protect her he no. didn't go into that hearing like like look we believe you but we have to do this but it was more like Right. We're white guys. You're a black lady. The Supreme Court. Sorry. So, and you know what I mean? We're 900 men right. piling on to one right. woman and yeah. shaming. Yeah. So she doesn't accept his apology. She's like, I don't accept his apology. She said it. He, however, oh. who's always been like, I didn't. I wish it wasn't like that. That was the times. I wish it wasn't like that. He said that a million times. I wish it wasn't like that. He has now said he went on Good Morning America and said, um, Quote, I believed her from the very beginning, but I was the chairman. She did not get a fair hearing. She did not get treated well. And that was my responsibility. As the committee chairman, I take responsibility that she did not get treated well. I take responsibility for that. I mean, all right. And she did not get treated well. And you need that's good that you're taking responsibility. But, you know, she was publicly shamed, embarrassed, not believed. And now Clarence Thomas is a Supreme Court judge. 
So really, where what are you we at here? Doing, so where are we at is yeah. when you become president, what you should be doing is going, when I become president, I'm kicking him off the Supreme yeah. Court. And that's what we're going to have a guy on the podcast who said that. You know, so but this is a big step. They feel this is a big step. Him or taking responsibility at all. Um, so now when it comes to Elizabeth Warren, they've had this feud going back two decades. I know people that listen to this don't love Elizabeth Warren like I do. <laughs> so I'm just putting it out there. I understand it can be obnoxious and off putting for people. People like Bernie, people like Kamala, people like Pete Buttigieg, whoever you like, whatever. I like Elizabeth. I always have. So she went against him. She wasn't in the Senate. She was on a bipartisan committee um, protecting consumers against bankruptcy. Right. Um, For all we know, Elizabeth Warren was Republican. Like, we don't know. We don't know. What her political affiliation was. Her her loyalty lied to people in America who were struggling financially right. and who were taken advantage of by the healthcare system, by big banks, and by their own employers. People like Enron who lost their entire pensions. Elizabeth Warren was fighting in the Senate for people who worked for Enron. You guys, people, if anyone who's listening to this that's like young, and I don't know shit about fucking any of this, history, politics, nothing, but I know there are people's who spent their life working for Enron, who lost their entire retirement. They had 50 grand, 100 grand, 150, 200 grand that they were going to use to get elder abuse in their fucking (laughs) retirement homes. Uh And they lost all of it. And they never got it back. And no one went to jail. No one. Nope. But but then the CEOs and stuff and those guys who ran Enron um, got all the money. That's right. They stole all the money and they never went to jail and no one who lost their pension got their money back. Mm. So Elizabeth Warren went to fight on Capitol Hill. One of her main fights was with Joe Biden and it's coming back around. Yeah. And here's what she said. Our dis- this is what she said like last week. Our disagreement is a matter of public record. When the biggest financial institutions in this country were t- trying to put the squeeze on millions of hardworking families who were in bankruptcy because of medical problems, job issues, job losses, divorce, and death in their families, there was nobody to stand up for them. I got in that fight because they just didn't have anyone. And Joe Biden, he was on the side of the credit card companies. You can it is a matter of public record. Julie and I read the whole transcript and we were living hunties. I mean, I'll tell you that after hearing her speak like that, I was like, oh, she could be president. And she wasn't even a senator. Nothing. She was a professor. He's like this. Um, uh, what are you talking about? And she's like, are you talking to me? Are you speaking to me? Oh, I'm sorry. It was all of this shit about Delaware and who reads books in two days. She's from Delaware. Joe Biden is a senator from Delaware. They were fucking having a full fight about Delaware courts and bankruptcy. And Julie and I were writhing (laughs) around on the goddamn bed. We have two inches to move in this room. And we were it was the moment of living. That bitch was fucking handing him his ass. And at the end of the whole thing, and this is in like 2008, he's like this. You're good, professor. You're good. And we were like, oh, yeah, God, get together. I'm seriously like and she. And he likes to teach her because his wife's a teacher. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, he was Obama very was, turned Obama on. Obama was going to have Elizabeth Warren head that commission. And I we feel like maybe it was Biden that didn't want her to head the commission. She became a senator and everything happened as it should. And maybe their chemistry is there. Maybe she will be VP. <laughs> but right now maybe. they're fighting. 
I hope. I mean, I don't know. I want I want everything to turn out right. But I am going to vote with my heart. I'm not just going to vote. Well, who can beat Donald Trump? I'm not right. Primaries. I'm going to vote with my heart. And I hope everyone does. And they should. And that's how justice will be served. (laughs) Let's now get away from talking about our future president, Biden, and um, have Julie put on her professor cap and take me to skew. Now it's time for Brandy and I to ride our tiny bicicleta to skew. Yep, but this time when we get to skew, you're going to go to the front of the class and be the teacher, and I'm going to sit at my desk and try and learn something while constantly interrupting you. (laughs) And hopefully our 14 listeners learn something too because your lesson plan today is all about the reason (laughs) we are fucking stuck in Japan for the next nine days. Yes. Ironically, the biggest news happening globally, besides possibly the shit going down in Venezuela, is happening right here in Tokyo today. So when Brandy and I missed our flight because we couldn't stop playing with meerkats and monkeys, it wasn't a matter of simply hopping on the next flight out of Tokyo. All of the flights were booked because for the first time in 200 years, the emperor of Japan is giving up his throne. I'm going to lay down for my lesson plan. <laughs> okay. Do you think my voice sounds different while I lay down? No, it doesn't okay, actually. Good. So we didn't really, uh, we, I don't, I'm not a aficionado of Japan. I don't, you know, know that much, but I did. It, but you are a here, fan. I'm a huge fan. We're here. We realized this was going on. We find out we can't get on a flight unless we want to pay $1,700 each, which we couldn't do. And no. And it was just like, maybe you'll get that seat. Maybe you won't. Whole thing. Whatever. We'll get into that later. But now, you kept saying it's go- It's their golden week. Golden week. I'm like, golden, golden week. week. Does this happen every year? Are we going into a Fourth of July situation? We didn't know. No, but it was also gay pride as well. So not only is the emperor abdicating, abdicating, abdignation, abdicating the throne. It was also gay pride. It was basically one of the biggest, busiest weeks that Japan has had in like a million years. So we're here. Can't get on a flight. Now we're stuck here for eight days because that's not the next flight out. Okay, fine. Well, but then we're like, what? what is all this? What's going on? Turns out, the first of all, turns out Japan has an emperor. That's the first thing. They've had emperors. That's the lineage of, of Japan. The The history of Japan is that they have been ruled by emperor uh, an emperor. They have an empress and they have an emperor. The emperor. But the emperor rules because they never let the lady rule. No, the emperor rules. The empress is, you know, like the first lady, but she doesn't really necessarily have a job. You know right. what I mean? But at least in olden days. But now, of course, and also in olden days, he would have had 5,000 women around. You and know what now. I mean? Correct. Right. So, um. What hap- What had happened was, for the first time in 200 years, this emperor willingly gave up the throne. He didn't die. He didn't... It was like, they're calling it, like, not only abdiga- abdication, whatever they're saying, <laughs> uh-huh. ascension. 
Like it's the first time like the ascension of an emperor because well because he didn't so if he had so what normally would, would what would happen is the emperor would die and his heir would ascend to the throne. Oh, ascend. So here now um it's like a willing ascension or uh your it's your duty, your duty is going yeah. to be to not only is it your duty, it wouldn't be like um you know, I don't know if in the British monarchy, uh, let's say Prince Charles would be like, you know what? I just don't want to do it. So and think let, how crazy let someone else that do would it. be if he did. Yeah. That'd be fucking crazy. That would right probably be. That would pro- what? It's a scab. Yeah. That yeah. would probably be historical, too, if somebody was like, no, thanks. But for an emperor. Now, most monarchy, you know, the whole thing is that they are ordained by God it's like oh, that's the whole thing with monarchy and that's why they've been able to rule for so long and why they kept their power for so long because they made people believe that their power was given to them it's by God. It's not true so, <laughs> at all. Right. It's literally like as if Paris Hilton was like, my hotel um, legacy was ordained by God. And it's like, no, <laughs> exactly. your fucking great, 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 great grandfather was wily and smart. And that's about it, sir. Right now in Japan. We have emperors. The emperors during the last couple thousand years, they've gone and they've had the samurais uh, were in charge. Then you got the emperors again and you have this whole it's gone up and down. And, blah, blah, blah. and Japan is like kind of very exciting and um, pretty violent history. They're very hardcore. Very hardcore. And we love that about them. They're hardcore yet polite. Yes. And <laughs> they... Okay, so they're a, si- a quiet hardcore. They're a quiet, a quiet hardcore. So what? I, from what I've read now, this particular emperor, so his father died, he became the emperor. Is it like Akihito? What's his name? Yes, it's Emperor. I like to say a- Akito, but I don't think it's Akito. It might it's, be. A- I think it's Akihito. So his father, um, he became he he became emperor in like eighty nine. His dad basically is the reason why we um, Pearl Harbor got bombed and like That's all that. Fucked up. So we that guy Japanese was in charge of that. Internment camps, Hiroshima, Hiroshima. How do you say it? Exactly. Do you say Hiroshima? Or Hiroshima? Hiroshima. Okay. I think. Yeah. I mean, that's how I say it. Like, we just straight up nuked those motherfuckers. (laughs) Like, you cannot. (laughs) Then we took all the Japanese people in America and we threw them in internment camps. Well, the thing about that time was that you had. Hitler doing what he was doing and Japan for uh, many 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 years was kind of they were also trying to like take over Asia so not to get too deep into it but Japan you know had a pretty brutal taking of over of different peoples and to the point where they got super 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 cocky and went in and bombed Pearl Harbor and America was like that's not how we do that and then fucked them up and then the people were like bleeding from their eyes. Oh, like, I mean, that's on, nuclear. Dude. I mean, insane, 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 Beyond. insane. So then America went in. I think uh, they went in. They made a treaty. And in the treaty, they stripped the power away from the monarchy, the, the power, the money, everything. And that is when the country really kind of became um, more of like a democracy. Oh, OK, well, so they. The emperor and the monarchy now are uh, symbols and like symbolic and you have a prime minister and you have all of that stuff. And it's sort of ever since then, they've sort of been mellowed out. Let's say that. So 
This emperor then becomes, this guy becomes emperor. When did the guy that's there now, did his dad die? The da- his oh, dad, oh, in 89. In 89. He became the emperor. Okay. He, this guy, Akihito, apparently is like a gentle um, humanitarian. And well, we saw him sit down with the people after the earthquake, and you did have to start crying. I did. <gasps> so I'm watching videos of this emperor. Also, they're also really like attractive. <laughs> and he and his wife had a pair of beautiful. And people. the wife is gorgeous, and he's adorable and lit tiny. And um, you know, the thing is, like these, it's just like when you think of the Queen of England. It's like if you think of the Queen of England, maybe okay, she sends Princess Diana out. Or or she'll maybe go out and well, see. Well, the whole thing with Princess Di and what's funny is that Princess Di was like kind of cunty at the end of the day. That's what we've all found out. We right. don't care. We're like, go with Elton John, blow lines and live. However, my mom could not deal with Princess Diana and how kind she seemed. She's like Melania with, with the kids. Right. She would go out amongst these like poor people and really people who had been through hardships and she seemed so sweet and kind mm-hmm. and it would like tug the heartstrings because the queen of england does seem very removed like yes. she does not seem like she's connecting and like princess Di was not rich you know what i mean she yeah, was she was a commoner right and she would go out and even though she was the cunty elton john fucking live she had that quality where she wasn't she was approachable in that way, and she could be down to earth in that way. She was a bitch to the royals, is who she was a yeah, bitch to. Yeah, she couldn't stand them. I no, guess. she couldn't Apparently, fucking she stand her it. own life, and she wanted to deal with them. And yeah, she wanted and she to go fucked that soldier and had her ginger son. Yeah, and she the wanted second one exactly. And she, <laughs> Harry and she wanted to go save kids from landmines and right and do something. And in that's the world. what got you. It was the princess die. His princess die moment. He came into the thing. So he, he and got his wife, on his knees. Well, um, yeah, and really started crying. <laughs> Her fucking eyes out over this man on his knees. First of all, Japanese people, just the way that they're greeted, they bow. And then there's a whole thing where they they sit, they can sit on their knees. And and there is a there is a polite like it's a humility. It's humble. It's being. Yeah, there's a a constant feeling that you're you are humbling yourself in some way at some point to someone else for a moment even. So he this is the emperor and the emperor and his wife or the empress. And no one prior, according to this video, had Ever. ever ever so he and that's why it got me because here there they were they were it's in the 80s or no now this is 2011 this is 2011 when the huge when the huge earthquake hit japan it killed thousands of people thousands and thousands of people there was a tsunami it devastated like the coast of japan me, you were on the phone remember i told you i was standing i was standing in front of my tv in my bedroom and I was like, oh, this earthquake, this is fucked up. And Julie's like, I'm so scared of earthquakes. That's so scary. I was like, earthquakes aren't even scary. It's all about tsunamis. And while we're on the phone, I say that the tsunami comes and takes it over. Right. While we're on the phone. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> that and the devastation yeah. and yeah, the death and the destruction. I mean, just absolutely outrageous outrageous so now okay now it comes it leaves the now we're in the devastation the emperor and the empress go to the go all over to where people had been in shelters and wherever they were kind of in like a big tent like we have in america where they had or whatever where they yeah like a stadium where they had was a school it was a school where they had people who had nowhere to go they were totally injured like yeah people with like who had been dismembered Mm -hmm. people were it was like a war what these people were yes. dealing with. Yes. So he 
and the and the wife go in and he just starts bowing to people. He gets on his knees and he gets down and he bows and he just starts talking to people. And I cried my eyes out. Yeah, because the woman's <laughs> like, I never would have felt. I felt so hopeless. I couldn't heal. I and had nothing left. Right. I'd lost my entire family. Right. Her leg was missing. She's laying there. And he, but she was the first person he bowed to. Mm-hmm. And he bowed down. Or he didn't bow, but he got onto his knees. He kneeled. He got right. down at her eye level. Yep. And she felt like she'd lost everything. And he infused his energy and his power and his hope into her. And and it did give her hope, and she's a normal person now. Yeah, not that long ago, and she lost her entire family and her leg. They believed, and I mean, I don't know that maybe this person believed it, but to people who had believed in that in the emperor and what they stood for and who they were, they believed that the emperor is the direct descendant of the sun goddess Amaterasu, and the direct descendant of the sun goddess Amaterasu went into an evacuation center and got on his knees and 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 bowed down to regular people yeah so, if you believe that that if god designated this bloodline and it wasn't just paris hilton's dad great 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 grandfather conrad hilton fucking back in the day right to going i'm gonna make a place for, for homeless people to live then you must really be impressed you think that's jesus incarnate at your fucking feet yeah and and regardless if I was in a homeless shelter with single leg and a pair of Sultan rolled in, I'd be like, girl, imagine even if Obama hope, hope, in. hope, yeah. hope, hope. Yeah. Oh, if Obama and he got I down, would yeah. die. Yeah. Absolutely fucking die. And not just walked in, waved at you, got in, sat down, Died. had tea with you, talked with you. And apparently the way they talk about it, it's just like he walked in and he just he just talked to people. No yeah. one had ever so done it. You no guys. Done it. And that guy is 80. What? Meow, meow. 85. So he's got health. He had some health problems. He decided and apparently what he told the people that was the other thing, too, is that he got on TV during after that tsunami and said, I'm with you. Don't worry. This is awful for Japan. But we're 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 watching you. And no emperor had ever made a public statement like that before either. So giving you a Ronald Reagan in the 80s. Yep. So he's had prostate cancer. I know that because that stuck out in my head. I was like, oh, Japanese people get that, too. Uh-huh. And something other. Was it cardiac problems? So he had another problem besides prostate. But he's 85. That really isn't that old. And listen, Nance Pelosi is giving you a tight arm and a sleeveless and a youth. A youth. So anyone that wants to fucking come and act like mm-hmm. there is no. I don't care how much sushi you eat. How much fucking what. It's all. We're all just doing it. There's not going to be across the board. I took a water out of the mini fridge here and I chewed it up and it was gel. And I don't know if it was pee that was turned into water. Uh, So we don't know what we're all eating and drinking. Uh, They had that whole thing here, Fukushima or whatever with the fucking... Remember? Yes, like that was part of it too. And that's probably fucking what I'm drinking in the thing. No, uh, that was in the. 80s. I made Julie. I got so pissed at Julie. I was like, "You need to have some now." And she's like, "It tastes like normal ice." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I ate the ice. I ate the gel ice. I ate the gel water. I'm gonna die now." No, Fukushima was recently, not that. Not it was 2011. That's what it said. Oh, because that was part of the tsunami. That's why it happened. Because there was the whole nuclear meltdown. Oh. And that's why people were melting and yes, dying. And, and I just yes. drank the fucking Aaron Brockovich goddamn water. Well. <laughs> He had that, and he so he's. Is he? Do you think is he Barbara Walters-ing out? I think you know 
it's hard to say. He might be feeling maybe for his own self. He's like, oh, I can't make keep things. I, I don't remember things. Might, right. I don't know. His memory. I got to go. Yeah. And he's like, I, I want to play that, fucking dominoes on the computer right, or whatever. The he, fuck. And, I, and he has like a nice relationship with his wife. And the wife also, I guess, was came from a common background. And she had her own. She has her own interesting history where she like needed to like get away for a while. And she like, oh, had, a nervous like she had a nervous breakdown because she couldn't handle them. Yeah. And she is gorgeous yeah she's gorgeous okay who's princess kako and princess mako mako keiko mako and keiko are the daughters of the of the now the new emperor okay so they're they're his granddaughters ikahito yes whatever right so now keiko can get it she can get (laughs) it you guys she is so fucking cute she is giving you kate middleton not pippa she's giving you kate middleton right real ness hunties she is the cutest (laughs) Keiko's younger than Mako, right? <laughs> I'm like, when is Keiko going to be Empress? Because that's where it's fucking at. Yeah, I don't know how old they are. I have to, I have to look. Well, at she's the, the young. She's younger than her. The Mako. Uh, okay. Well, so now we've got the new emperor coming in, who's Akahito's son. He's almost sixty, and the oh so, god damn, he looks forty. Yeah, these people they they look Jesus. so young. So now here's here's the thing with 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 this guy, which is they're fucking adorable he lived with them till he was 30 okay with his parents which is a departure apparently from imperial tradition um but he like i guess tradition period well exactly um he went to oxford he's really educated he all this stuff he apparently like is it like into family he's like he and his wife like have an actual real relationship and they have these two daughters they have like a dog. Well, they where's have, that you know? boy? I thought there's a boy. There's no boy. Keiko and Mako, and I thought there's a boy. There's no boy. No, there's no boy. There's, there's no, no other boy. son besides him. There is no son. There's he's, only him. He's the only son. Well, he's the son of the emperor, so he becomes the yeah, emperor. Yeah, but who's the other sons? Maybe I don't they know. They had two kids. I don't know. There's a boy from another. Oh, I kid. see. So, but he's the first heir. He's the yeah, heir. He's the one with Keiko and Mako. So he's yes, the right. son now is a. There's another dorky son from... Oh, nobody cares about exactly, him. Exactly, but he'll probably get to be emperor and Keiko's going to be pissed off and I'll be pissed off for her. Yeah, because the daughters... And there's a... We can't get into it now, but the women are screwed. But here's the thing. So the new emperor, um, super educated, also very smart, also apparently like spent a couple years or several years or whatever. One of his passions is water and climate. And so that they're theorizing that what he well could, i just drank gel water i want yeah. him to know that well what he what they think with him what he could p- potentially do um for japan uh first of all every emperor has the uh, an era they name their <laughs> era then the name of his it's like howard stern uh, his era era <laughs> is called beautiful harmony he's coming at you the what's the past one called I think it was something with achieving, um, achieving was, peace, I think. Oh, achieving. So he's the 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 lineage of the Akahito is cool because that guy was a pacifist. He doesn't want to do a war. The prime minister is more of a warmonger and wants like the well, military. Well, his dad to was be, a warmonger. The dad was, which is why he's probably a pacifist. So he he the prime minister wants like a military. They want to be like in the game. But what Japan has now is called the defense. It's like a defense police squad <laughs> or whatever. They don't want to be, you know, they they're they're having to. It's like Germany. They're having to live down, you know what I mean. Being, having to live mm. down, like trying to be like Hitler, basically. So he's like, let's just we'll defend ourselves. That's it. We're cool. We don't want to. We gotta just okay. 
Crouching so, tiger, hidden dragon. That's Chinese. Never mind. <laughs> so <laughs> the new emperor now is going to have to deal with the prime minister. And we're going to see like, oh, is he going to want to be like a militaristic kind of guy? Is he or is he going to be more of a pacifist? Will he find a balance? He is interested in climate, which is great, which means that he might be more focused on since they live beautiful harmony. Is he going to be the harmony of life, the harmony of like the environment? Is he going to go down that road? And um, people what are hoping. Is Keiko up to? I don't care about this other <laughs> stuff. Is Keiko have a boyfriend? I don't know. She is the new fucking. What's the royal? What's Harry's? Megan Mur. Like fuck all that noise. Yes. It's Keiko and Ma- It's not even Mako. It's Keiko. Uh, yeah, it's Keiko. But it's here's Keikito. the deal with Ke- We're gonna get but a here, dog. We're naming Keikito and Mako. Here's the exciting po- possibility. He's like soups into his daughters, and he's like a soups like contempt kind of guy <laughs> okay so the dad by the way is a thousand times hotter than this guy but that's fine and even julie agreed i was like yes this guy's no kind of pimp like the dad julie's like no true akahito However, and the he, wife and the wife is the best looking of all of them motherfucker so, strides out in full white gowns oh, she's and so goes on her beautiful breakdown retreat yeah which is <laughs> ugh, love so, it um the emperor is the only one now this has never happened in the thousands of years history of japan the emperor is the only one who could potentially with the emperor or even with the prime minister i mean they'd have to change the law who could make it so a woman could yes. ascend to the throne i thought it's already so there it's not there oh so but this guy could make that happen keiko, so it's keiko time. could be the first empress but what, of japan but what will happen when mako it's gonna be hard for Keiko when Mako. It has to be the firstborn, no uh, matter what. Well, it's Mako because Keiko's second. Oh, then it would be Mako. Well, Mako, because mm. you can't. You know what I mean? Even for the boys, that's how it would be. Well, we don't anyway. know what's gonna happen with with Mako. She seems well. You guys look judge for yourselves. I just want you to Google a pic. We don't need to get into it. Just Google pics. Google Julie's boyfriend Akihito, the guy who got in his knees, full head of gray hair, giving you a Leon Goldman, an Asian Leon Goldman style. Right, Mimeo? Yes, absolutely. Made you start crying. Yeah, probably. Does it remind you of your dad? Mm-hmm. Look at them all. I'll take Mako, but I know Keikito <laughs> is the biz. I know. We all know. Well, let's just. Uh, I just want. I want. I think that it's. There's a reason the universe put us here. Who knows what it is? <laughs> Hope you know what I mean. We're here. We're wi- we're in the middle of witnessing uh, a break in tradition, however you slice it, in a culture that is steeped in tradition you guys and they went out into the streets they've been in the streets all day doing this like it's new year's it's yes. like 10 9 yep. they are it's counting the down TV. to their golden era and julie and i are in a hotel room i'm snorting dust off of a coffee table <laughs> just trying to get high you know what i mean so it's the golden era it's definitely so fucking bizarre that we're in this bizarre city country state town area neighborhood news cycle golden era it's their moment it would be if we were there we it's like being there when megan merkel or a royal wedding where were we we were somewhere in the royal wedding maybe it just was even in new york but it was be like being in england and it's like that it's that it would big be like of being in england when the if queen elizabeth said if there yeah. was a new king yes. you know what i mean and not just that but that if you got a new king and in that moment and everyone's freaking out and in their new t-shirts that say it's beautiful harmony coming up. We're yeah. in the mid- we're going to be, be, you know, why, why? Golden because era. in the next era, anything could happen in the next era. Maybe there'll be a woman emperor in the next era. Maybe we're going to learn about, maybe we're going to th- fix climate change in the next era. We're going to start making changes because we're, we're moving into the future. So 
Well, they I should call it's... a woman an emperor. <laughs> they shouldn't even say empress. They should call her emperor. I hope they do. That's cool. I hope they do. So, um, well, thank you for taking us to skew. Meow, meow. That was a wonderful skew session. Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where I give Julie the job of finding something good that's happening somewhere out there on the political landscape. She hates doing it, and she shouldn't even have to, quite frankly, this week, because she just spent 30 fucking minutes killing time taking us to Japanese Emperor Skew. <laughs> but we're stranded in Tokyo, and I need this to be over so I can go outside. So hopefully this bitch found something to talk about. So, Meow Meow, what is your So There's That moment for this week? Well, let's see if we can find our way okay. there. You know what I mean? Together. So together, let's see if we can't find our way. This was this has been a, a tough couple days. Um, I want to talk about Air China. <laughs> so Air China, if you're listening, get a pen out, dab it on your tongue, and then kill yourself with it. So <laughs> just shove it in your throat, shove, <laughs> shove it, it in your, your jugular, and kill yourself. Um, The reason one of the reasons that we are stuck here, yes, is because it is the golden week and we can't get a flight out unless it's beyond expensive or whatever. But we also are stuck on one particular airline, one particular airline who in the history of the of airlines um, apparently won't help you when you miss your flight. When we got to they the won't help you when you want to change your seats. They no. won't help you if you want to upgrade. They won't help you if you want to simply know what time your flight takes off if you simply want to log on find out the exact time your flight takes off that information isn't available to you nope. and your computer gets hacked and everything on your computer gets stolen from simply trying to find out that is correct you um you must call they do not speak english you cannot make any changes online you can't do anything online you, in fact, when we went to the ticket counter, they put a sign in our face that said position closed and said they will. They straight up were like, we can't help you. We won't help you. We can't help you. Here's a number. Call it. We were like, how, 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 how? I don't know. Go use the public phone. Oh, OK. We are in another country trying to get back to our country and you won't even help us with. The and flight. we're also in a different country than China. So right. we want to go to America. We're in Japan and now we have to call China Calling if calling China were easy, America wouldn't be in a big fight with China, the yeah. entire world. It would be like saying like this, go call Russia and let them facilitate. <laughs> it's like Russia won't let you fucking make a move. This is a communist country right. that is scared of um, all of their information being hacked. They're hacking information. They don't like Americans. It was crazy when we traveled there. We had to have. 15 copies of our passport our rooms were searched head to toe every time we went in and now we're in japan trying to deal with a chinese company right it's just on just the surface our our cell phones you guys our american cell phones will not call china no and that is not that's a fact our american cell phone will not call china they can call us we can't call them we have to stand at a payphone and spend 200 dollars in coins in order to make a call to a Chinese business. Yes. So um, then it took two days to make the, the flight change where I had to send an authorization form, a picture of credit card, picture of the passport, 
find a way between the airport and the bus shuttle to the uh, now the hotel that we're stuck at in order to do that. I'm on my laptop. I'm using my phone hotspot. Thank God I have that. My God, AT&T is saving our lives. And even though now I'm spending all of my money, I've already spent all my money. Now I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in debt forever. And they um, still... I, I put an extra J in my name. It wasn't right. I had to go back and do it. I mean, there was no, you can't make one mistake. If you make one mistake, you are fucked. There is no room for error at all. So it, it has been harrowing, horrible. They are the worst. I fucking hate their guts. And I can't wait to get home and send them nothing but hate mail Julie every single day, before all we day long. LA. She was mad at them before we even left America because we, because we're so spoiled in the way that if you've paid a lot of money for anything, it doesn't matter. It could be your toilet. It could be mm -hmm. a flight. It could be uh, a piece of paper, a contract. If you've paid someone for a service or a good there in America, there's kind of like a checks and balances for that. I just paid you two grand for this. Right. Of course you're going to treat me with respect. We could never even get them on an in, on the internet like in normally no. in america the problem is uh, we can't do the phone just email us email yeah. us email us or just go online do it online yeah, do, do it, it online, online. no nope. this was the opposite we aren't going to offer you any services online no. you can only do it over the phone but yep. it costs a million dollars to call us over the phone yep. and the, it's the opposite hours we couldn't even change our seats nope can't change your seats so and now, i got on um, some list because i took nail polish in my carry-on <laughs> going through it was a nightmare get I mean just the flight itself but now trying to get home is absolutely unlike anything I've ever experienced in my life this airline shouldn't be an it shouldn't even be an airline and well, just they shouldn't offer services to anyone outside of China no it should be in China only for China do it in China just do make it so it's just however you're going to do it there but you should not be an international company it should be illegal honestly this this place needs to be shut down so now we're here we're here for nine days because of Air China, okay? And I, after the panic attacks um, and uh, the crying and the just the surrendering and the surrendering and the surrendering, you get to a point after the surrender and you go, I'm in Tokyo. I'm in Tokyo. I mean, my journey was I'm with quite quickly with that. <laughs> I was at the airport while you were crying and I was like, but my meerkat baby. <laughs> um, but Julie gets scared. She's American through and through. She's <laughs> Jewish. She gets scared. She gets a little um, I'm neurotic. I'm yeah, worried about you my passport. Be you, I you're don't American. Know. You're uh, you're American through and through. You get nervous if this shit's real international. It is gamey for <laughs> days. You better be ready to try that fucking uni. It smells funky. You it, you're not used to it. You don't know where you're headed. You're on a bus in the middle of the night out in to the middle of nowhere oh i get into a thing in my mind of like they're just not gonna let me back in they're just not gonna let me back in i don't know what i'm gonna do they're not gonna let me back in. i have no money i don't know what i'm gonna do i have to get home i just need to get and home. money doesn't work here too your money's not good here money doesn't work We've here tried to i don't buy have people any money off left and right. right but so now we i've been surrendering we and you you know but brandy's here i'm like you know what i'm in tokyo i'm with brandy we're together we're we're living in adventure the universe is telling me something girl and the universe said, you are with your friend for a reason. You are in Japan. Get into it. These things um, these things don't happen just for nothing. So now we're here. We're going to fucking eat 
everything we want. We're going to drink everything we want. We're going to take in the sights. We're going to fucking if we have to walk from here for five miles to a gorgeous temple, we will because we don't have any money. It's and the golden gonna, era. And it is the golden era. And that is basically what it made me think is, you know what? We're here for the transition of an emperor into from one era into another. And perhaps for anyone who's listening and anyone who's going through anything challenging or hard or unexpected or unpredictable or not the way you thought it would go you've lost it all I don't have any money and I don't know what I'm gonna do and blah, 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 maybe I won't get home or will I get home and who knows but just know that there will be a transition this is how I feel now I'm like I'm in the golden era I'm in the golden week we're going to transition through and we're going to get to the other side and whatever's on the other side is okay so there's that So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening. And thank you to all of you who've already pledged on our Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. I know we bug on every fucking week and we will never stop until all of our 14 listeners sign the fuck on up. <laughs> that is correct. And this week, as we mentioned earlier, the Patreon podcast is all about the various animals that we've made love to in and around the Japanese animal cafes. The podcast is only a dollar for an extra hour. And we really need for every single one of you guys and every single person you know to sign up because now we... Um, we need to get home. We have no money. We have no we money. Every single person you've ever met, every single person you're related to, every <laughs> single person you've ever uh, thought about, yeah. every single person who's ever existed to every single person who listens to this to sign up for our Patreon. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it has been dumb. And Japanese. How'd you do, I? See you met, man faithful hand in hand he's just a little brought down because when you knocked he thought you were the candy man don't get strung up by the way i look don't judge a book by its cover i'm not much of a man by the light of day but by night i'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Or if you want something visual That's not too abysmal we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. 
I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan, and he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. Transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the rain is really to blame so I'll remove the cause. <laughs> but not the symptom. 